Today, another young gun makes his Fish and Paul Bunyan Country debut. He's a member of the Bemidji State University fishing team. Comes from a long line of anglers, and he's got his ear to the ground, or maybe ear to the water is a more appropriate term, as he works at Northwoods Bait and Tackle. Jace Peterson is next. I won't ever understand my shorties be mad When all I want to do is stick my toes in the sand There's nothing wrong with champagne, dancing and such But the nightlife in the city don't impress me much some trout the fishes all tremble at the thought of me when i'm f-i-s-h-double-i-n for bunyan country this is fish and paul bunyan country presented by northline fishing tackle well today we've got another young gun making his fish and paul bunyan country debut he might be a young gun but i think he's got more years of angling under his belt than i do Jace Peterson joining me today. Jace, thanks for joining us on the show. It's great to have you. Thanks, Kev. Thanks for having me. Well, Jace, I, I think most people probably know your story if they're uh, in Paul Bunyan country, but for those uh, maybe beyond that are listening to the podcast, uh, you uh, obviously started fishing at a very young age, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, as, really as long as I can remember. Um, been on the water and uh, grown up around fishing and fishing tackle and uh Spend spend most of my free time out on the lake. Um, you know, you're the son of Travis, and of course, grandson of Dwayne and uh, John Peterson, your uncles uh, of the Northland family. So, you you had great role models, not just as anglers, but as people growing up. So, uh, you know, uh, I'm kind of jealous of the, all the fishing stuff you learned over the years. <laughs> yeah, you know that it's kind of funny. Um, I feel like I've I've learned a lot, you know, over the years, but. Every time I get out in the boat still with either Uncle John or my grandpa or my dad, I still still pick up a few things that uh, either slipped my mind before or it's something they learn that they're still passing on to me or I don't know what it is. I mean, I've, I think I've, I've fished with my grandpa for over 20 years now, and just the other day we were on the lake and he was doing something that I've never seen him do before, and he was... He was teaching me how to do it, and we caught fish doing it, and it was, I mean, it was just cool to, cool to see, and I mean, you never, you really never stop learning. <laughs> That's a fact. You, you do not, uh, um, and if you, if you're learn, if you quit learning in some category, then you need to quit doing that category, because uh, there's always something new, uh, no matter how old you get. Exactly, exactly. I, I feel like it's kind of, it goes hand in hand where I go out, like I said, go out with my dad or grandpa, and they teach me something and I, and I, uh, learn some new tricks. I mean, from, from my younger generation and they're like, Oh, that, that makes a lot of sense. Maybe I should do it that way. And, um, but we, we each teach, we teach each other and, um, it's cool to, really cool to see. All right. Well, uh, JC, you of course just graduated from, uh, Bemidji high school a couple of years ago, right before they started a fishing team, but at least you get to be on the Bemidji state f- fishing team. And you had a pretty good year this year. Yeah, yeah. As the as the high school thing goes, I was bummed out that I wasn't able to be a part of it. Um, but it, it's really cool to see um, how it's really taken off uh, across the state and across the country. Um, I wish I was a part of it. But yeah, I was. I'm lucky enough to 
to be on the Bemidji State fishing team, and uh, we uh, we had some fall tournaments last fall, and my cousin Charlie and I were, were partners for those, and we did did pretty well. Um, and then we recently, well, this spring, we got to travel down to um, Kentucky Lake in Kentucky um, and Tennessee, and uh, we actually didn't end up getting to fish uh, the two tournaments that we were planned to because of the coronavirus, but um, we got to learn a lot and uh, see a, a new part of the country that we've never never seen or experienced before. Now, are they uh, able to do college fishing throughout the course of the summer, or is it just something you have to wait until next year now? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of still on standhold uh, or standstill. Um, they they've given us some updates on where where they want the season to go and whatnot. But um, as of right now, we're just waiting to waiting to hopefully get in a few in, you know, before the the ice. And um, but as I see it, we'll probably probably have to wait till next year to compete again um, in any of the FLW or um, Bassmaster or Bass uh, tournaments. So, how many people are on the Bemidji State fishing team? There's quite a few. Um, I know last year when it was, I'm a sophomore or was a sophomore this year, and we had our um, fall meeting, um, and there was over like 50 kids that were at that first meeting. Wow! Um, and most of them, most of them were there to, uh, or some of them were returning, but some of them were first timers like me and uh, my cousin Charlie, and it was really cool uh, where we all were at in our careers and. Um, some some of the guys they just started fishing, um, and the other guys they they've been tournament fishing and on the BSU team for four years. So it was really cool um, to see, and I met a lot of new guys, and um, we go fishing actually quite a bit. I was just fishing with a couple of them that we went down to Kentucky with the other day, um, so we still stay in contact, and uh, it's really it's really cool to see. Well, as a Peterson. I know you've been fishing bass probably as long as you've been fishing, uh, but boy, that is something. And I've been talking to a lot of guys about this throughout the course of uh, fishing public Indian country this year. It's just really, really blowing up as far as popularity goes, even up in our neck of the woods. And I think a lot of that has to do with the high school and the college game and guys getting introduced to bass fishing that probably wouldn't have five, ten years ago. For sure, for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I see it every day. Um, people coming in uh, i work at the northwoods bait and tackle and i see guys coming in they're asking more and more about bass stuff and um usually it's walleye guys coming in and i i love to talk to the walleye guys too but when i have a bass that come in it's kind of it makes me smile and i want to help them out as much as i can um but yeah you definitely see more people in the area um fishing for large mouth and small mouth uh it's definitely it makes as Personally, I think it's a lot more fun to fish for them just because there's more more action. You're casting, you're standing up. Um, a bass will pretty much hit. I mean, they'll hit any lure you throw in the lake sometimes. Uh, you throw a topwater bait and they'll explode on it, and you get to see that hit. Um, and I, may, I think it makes it a little more fun for kids, too, just because it's more of a visual aspect to it. Um, and it seems like you can catch them on, I mean, like a, a lot of different ways you can go catch them in two feet of water or you can go out 12 to 15 and catch them in the cabbage um but there's uh like i said there's a lot of different ways to catch them and it makes it 
uh, I think, a little more fun for the younger generation. Got a lot more with Jace Peterson to come. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. I'm Kev Jackson reminding you to get registered for the first ever Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament, also sponsored by Coca-Cola of Bemidji and Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. This unique tournament is the perfect tourney for a COVID-19 world. All you need to do is download the Fish Donkey app, find the United Way Tournament, and get registered. With one $200 fee for your two-person team, you're basically in two tournaments, a bass tourney and a walleye tourney. And yes, you can win both. First place in each division is $3,000 based on 100 boats. Here's the kicker. You can fish any lake in Beltrami, Clearwater, and Hubbard counties, and you have three days to fish from 7 a.m. Friday, July 24th through 2 p.m. Sunday. And there is no limit to boats, so we could have over 100, and those prizes could get bigger. It's a catch, photo, and release tournament, and the Fish Donkey app does all the work. Get more details at unitedwaybemidji.org or download the Fish Donkey app. It's a great cause, and I think it's going to be a great tournament. The Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament, also sponsored by Coca-Cola and Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Chase Peterson, my guest today, and at the moment, we're talking bass fishing. If you have a passing knowledge of how to catch some bass and walleyes and, and panfish, I mean, it, it gives you options on whatever kind of day we're having to catch some fish. Exactly. Yeah, end time of year. Um, I go... I mean, as soon as the ice gets off the lake, I try to hit um, our smaller lakes and try to get some panfish and crappies in the boat. And then uh, during walleye opener, I, I'll go to go and catch some walleyes. And then uh, if I have a limit by the by noon or so, then I'll try to hit the bass lakes and try to get it all in. But uh, after the first couple of weekends of walleye fishing, then I I uh, go pretty much i just need bass fishing the rest of the year um then but i mean from around the area you can you can walleye fish you can now musky fish now that it's open um pan fishing sounds like it's been really good still um, but yeah there's definitely options well let's talk about some of those options uh from your perch at northwoods bait uh what are you hearing about the walleye bite in the lakes around the area as for the walleye bite um at least Lake Bemidji anyways, uh, early last week it sounded like it was okay, and then we had that cold front, um, and now just the, in the last couple of days that we've seen a big bug hatch, so it's it's slowed down a little bit, but um, I think with the, if the weather straightens out a little bit, it'll, it'll definitely get better. Um, I've heard still good things about Leech Lake, um, Plantagenet, Red Lake I heard shut off a little bit, that southeast wind kind of stirred everything up. Um, but I have a couple buddies up on Lake of the Woods. And they've done well. Same thing up there, though. The wind's been kicking them a little bit, but still catching fish. Yeah, we've had wind for several days now, um, so obviously uh, some some places you just can't get on, but, um, you know, pay attention to the direction that wind's going. That's where you're going to find the walleyes. Exactly, yeah. If you can if you can find a point or, or a flat or something that the wind's been... Um, pushing the bait fishing, I definitely, I definitely try your luck there. Um, I know, like the north end of Lake Bemidji, the at least last week, right before we got all that big wind, 
Um, there's definitely some fish up in the cabbage and up on the sand that people are catching. Um, but now that we have that sun and, and more wind, it they should be they should still be set up in the same same areas. How do you think this drastic increase in heat will factor in? You know, I don't know. It, it depends on where this bug hatch goes. Till um, I was driving on the um, north end of Lake Bemidji last night, and the bug—I mean, the mayflies themselves—it it seemed like it was like raining mayflies. <laughs> You'd hit little spurts of them, and um, so the fish are around Bemidji, anyways. They're definitely going to have enough to eat. Um, but I, I would think with the with the heat, anyways, those water temps are going to are going to rise, and the the fish are probably going to back off a little bit. We have to find some cooler water. Um, but we'll see we'll see what the coming days bring. I know we're scheduled for some rain, so that might help. I would think a lot of them are going to hunker down in the weeds where you'll find the coolest water and the most oxygen. Yep, exactly, exactly. Um, anything right now, it seems like we're right at that time period in the year where you can still catch them on minnows, but uh, guys are starting to switch to crawler harnesses and a lindy rig and a leech too, or a slip bobber and a leech and, and picking up fish. Um, it really hasn't, you know, June is typically on Lake Bemidji a really big month for walleyes but and i know they've been getting bites but it really hasn't gotten great guns yet has it no i we haven't haven't seen that uh either i was kind of early last week i started to see the i i thought the start of it um and then like i said that cold front i think knocked the fish off a little bit so i still think we're going to see some some better days here in june that that will fire uh fire up like bemidji a little bit and typically June is just a great month because the weather tends to be uh, really nice, uh, so it's tolerable to be on the water. You, every, everything's biting. Um, it, it's just a it, it's just a really great month to get some fishing in. Exactly. Yeah, we haven't we haven't hit those dog days yet where uh, it's too hot to handle. <laughs> Even though the last couple of days have been have been hot, but at least we at least we have had that breeze to make it bearable. Let's talk about the bass. How are they doing? Doing good. Um, from what I've seen and caught, and it seems like we're in our post-spawn um, time of year where you can still find fish up shallow, but some of them moved um, kind of off the edge, too. Uh, the other day, we were on a local lake fishing our um, bass league, and the majority of the teams caught most of their fish shallow still, but... Uh, Few of the teams still caught them out in the cabbage, and I think this is a this is probably my uh, I think the best time to be on the water for bass because you can find them in a lot of different spots. Um, they're starting to set up on the weed edges and points, and um, if you're in the shallow cover, if you find the best shallow cover, that's where that's where the bass should be. So. And the thing about bass is, uh, if you're going for them, you about uh, you know triple or quadruple the amount of lakes you can fish exactly yeah i was uh thinking of going to the turtle chain um the next couple of days here and then you got and you can fish turtle you can fish mobile you can fish little turtle and all three lakes kind of set up the same but they also set up different where you can fish them um different ways same goes for the cast lake chain i'll uh have little different things that i like to do um as as each lake to lake goes um, but yeah, it's definitely a definitely a fun year or time of year to be out in the boat trying to try to chase some green ones and smallmouth too. 
um, they're just getting done with the spawn, and they should be they should be gearing up for that summer bite. So either or, it should be fun. That's got to be nice for you bass guys. You don't even have to travel to get smallmouth anymore. You used to have to go at least an hour south to get them. Exactly, yeah. They're they're showing up a little more here and there. And uh, you can tell the, the walleye guys are coming in and, yeah, we're fishing here, we're fishing there, and I caught a smallmouth. And then they, they didn't even realize that there was smallmouth in the lake. Um, so it's cool to see. Uh, I think in the next five to ten years they'll really explode. But... Um, it's a, they're a lot of fun too. I mean, I think the walleye guys are starting to starting to like them too. They go to these lakes and they hook one in, and they know right away that it's a smallmouth that comes and jumps two feet out of the water. And I think they have a good time with that too. Fish and Paul Bunyan Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Jason Peterson, my guest today. Have you heard anything from the panfish guys? Panfish. It sounds like uh, uh, still up shallow crappies and bluegills recently i've heard a couple guys find them out in cabbage i mean they're summertime cabbage spots but uh sounds like the bluegills are still still on their beds um or spawning beds and around their spawning areas just a slip bobber and a leech or um or a slip bobber and a waxworm you can catch a lot right now because they're all it seems like they're all grouped up and um it's definitely a good time to take some kids out and get them on some fish okay what about the musky guys? You heard anything? Musky guys, uh, it kind of seems half and half. Guys are trolling, guys are casting. Um, I think they're they're just getting done with the spawn too, and they're they're hanging out over deep water. Um, the guys that seem like they're ca- catching them casting, they're catching the males that are hanging around the shallow water, cabbage. Um, but through the shop, I haven't heard of any any two or any great big ones yet. Um, been a few that I've heard that are 45 to 48 inches just around the area, um, but we're definitely definitely right in the right in the right area to get a giant. Yeah, definitely, no question. I know your grandpa used to be into musky fishing. You ever done much? I personally, I, I get on like a week or two week long binge where I try to catch one. Um, I just kind of I set the bass stuff down and I, I try to get a musky and. Usually once a year I can get either one or two, um, see a few, and then it's it's okay. Get back to bass fishing, and uh, but I I personally I really do enjoy it. Um, the just the chance at catching a fifty inch fish is is really cool, um, and it it always seems like right as soon as you're about to give up, you end up seeing one, and it gives you gives you hope that they're still there. I think the I think social media and the internet has ruined my attention span. I don't know if I'd have the patience. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It doesn't help. Um, you go on Instagram or Facebook and see guys holding up muskies all the time. Um, <laughs> you go try it, and it, it's a lot harder than it looks, but uh, it definitely pays off when you catch one. And uh, I've actually got gotten to the point where I I average about one a year just while bass fishing, um, just throwing throwing spinner baits and chatter baits and bigger bass stuff um then you see a few too and it's same thing there as uh you go to these lakes that you don't think have a great musky population and you see a see one uh see one nice one and you think oh maybe i should come back here and, and try throwing for muskies so 
Okay. Well, listen, we, uh, we're going to have the temperature dip down tomorrow. We're going to have some storms. I wouldn't call it the cold front, but it's definitely going to be cooler than it has been. Um, so th- with those weather conditions in mind, what do you anticipate for the weekend? I think it should be good. Um, really what we I would like to see is a little less wind, to be honest. Mm. I've had that strong southeast wind for days on end. Um, but no, I think it'll, it'll give some people the chance to get out in the boat and uh, even though we're going to we might have some storms in the area, I think the fish will turn on and they got a bite eventually, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, no, I think the weekend should be good and um, should be. Hopefully, we get some nice, nice weather, and hopefully, the storms. Um, there's not too much of it, and we can get out and fish. All right, I'm not going to ask you to give up any super, super secret spots, but uh, can you think of a spot or two that uh, that tends to be pretty productive that a lot of people just kind of overlook? You know, I like. The, the turtle chain, I think, is overlooked a little bit by Lake Bemidji, um, uh, Red Lake, and even Black Duck. People, people drive past turtle all the time, and it's really got a good, good population of, of fish in general. Um, walleyes, bass, northern pike, um, and the panfish population is good. Um, and you have the opportunity to go to Mulville, and you have a little um, turtle that you can go into. So it spreads the fish out a little bit, but there's definitely a good population of everything in that lake. And Little Turtle is a really good panfish lake. It is, yeah. Yep. Yep, Little Turtle. Well, the whole chain, um, yeah. you can definitely find definitely find a good good school of panfish. I, th- I agree with you. I think a lot of people would be really surprised at just how great a lake uh, Big Turtle yeah. is. And it's really, it's really a pretty lake, too. Um, most of the lakes around here are mud bottom, and Turtle Lake has that, that rock in it, and uh, it's cool to see with the, the rock shells and the reeds that grow in the rocks. And Then you can also go into those bays, those black bottom bays, um, find your largemouth and find your panfish. And, um, turtle, I've heard more and more swallowmouth, too, yeah. coming out of there, and I think, I think that will be a good lake in the future as well. All right. Jace, any other uh, words of advice for us before we wrap it up today? I don't think so, Kev. Thanks for having me on again. You bet. Uh, Jace Peterson, of course, from Northwoods uh, Bait and Tackle and the BSU fishing team taking some time to talk with us. Hey, Jace, we'll definitely give you a call down the road if you don't mind. All right. Thanks, Kev. I appreciate it. Thanks for the time today. Now we're going fishing. <laughs> Bye-bye, young country.